How well do people know you? How well do your clients know you? How well do you know yourself? Personality testing or psychometric evaluation, as it's called, is used as a tool by organizations to assess the qualities and capabilities of their workforce. And if you consider it, the most complex and effective investment any business can make is the investment it makes in its people. And increasingly, many organizations are using tools like Discovery Insights, MBTI, and something like the Neris Type Explorer from 16personalities.com to help leaders, managers within the business to better lead teams of people in the business. And I've used these tools in sales training and leadership training and coaching, not all of them, not all of them, some of them, and you can too. So it's well worth exploring some of these and finding which one works for you, but more importantly, which one works for your learning and development clients and your training business. But before you spend all that money, and it can be quite substantial as an investment, there are also some free tools to run a basic workshop in this area And I'm going to tell you today where to find those. This is episode 85 of the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hi, this is Mark. I'm the host of the Training Business Podcast, and I'd like to welcome you to today's episode. If this is your first time here, it's lovely to know that you found the podcast. And if it's not your first time here, welcome back. I'd like to extend my personal thanks to you as a frequent listener. And of course, for the suggestions, if you're one of those people who has sent in suggestions with regards to the kinds of episode, guests, topics, etc., that you'd like me to address on the show. This is the show for freelance trainers, for training business owners, for independents, training consultants, just like you and I all around the world. And the goal of today's episode and every episode, it's the same. It's to help you to start to grow and to scale a profitable training business. That's the name of the show. So understandably, that's the goal of the show. Every Thursday, we have a fresh episode. So I would love if you would subscribe on your favorite platform, whatever that might be, be it Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. And in doing so, you'll be notified of upcoming episodes of the show. As I said before the music, The investment a business makes in its people is perhaps the most costly, complex, but worthwhile investment it can make. People are complex, you're complex, I'm complex, and it's when a business is considering which people to hire, which people to train, which people to coach, which people to promote to leadership positions, that's when it needs to understand the complexity of personality types and traits. And often that's when businesses hire people like you and me to help them in this field. And for a long time, psychometric evaluation or that area of psychology, and there are many domains within psychology, that all of that has been the domain of psychologists, of organizational psychologists, specialists. But but more than ever, I think, there are great tools out there at the fingertips of non-specialists non-organizational psychologists at the hands or fingertips of trainers and coaches 
like you and I. Of course, it helps if you have some background in organizational psychology, or at least a good understanding of key principles. But as we'll see in today's episode, you can also avail of some pretty effective tools to help clients like yours in a range of areas, including management training, team building, and so on. In fact, we've had a couple of organizational psychologists on past episodes of the show, including Katie Caselli in episode 9, Gab Galassi in episode 19, and Catherine McEwen from New Zealand in episode 24. So quite an international bunch. We spoke to Katie when she was in North Carolina, Gab when he was in Sardinia. In fact, I was speaking to Gab only yesterday. Uh, He's still there. And Catherine McEwen, of course, from New Zealand. And in fact, recently, in I think about five or six weeks ago, we had uh, a couple of episodes ago, we touched upon the importance of understanding psychology for yourself as someone running a business. And I featured Robbie Anderson as the guest in that episode. That was episode 77, talking about uh, the organization for which he works, all about the chimp management, the famous book on, on popular psychology called The Chimp Paradox, which I would highly recommend to you anyway. I think I mentioned that in a recent episode as well. One of my favorite books on psychology, making it very simple. But um, I've run people management workshops in the past, and my clients have come away with a great understanding of themselves and the people in their team. And that's often enough, isn't it? Just to give people the, the tools to help them reach a kind of a aha moment when they understand any impediments in themselves or even between themselves and other people. And I'll be listing a couple of advantages to running personality workshops in today's episode. I'll give you some great free resources so you can use these resources to run a workshop without a qualification. And I'll give you some ideas on how to sell the service to your clients, which of course is why this is the training business show. So stay with me for that. So where does all of this come from, this idea of psychometric evaluation, of personality testing or assessment, of understanding people's traits and preferences. Well, if you think of it, people are naturally fascinated with themselves. They learn to manage themselves and, of course, love to learn about themselves and understand why they are different from other people. And there are reasons why we like particular people, why we dislike particular people. There are reasons why we naturally gravitate to some kinds of work and work positions or careers and so on. So what happens or what appears to be random behavior is actually behavior consistent with your interests, your values, your beliefs, your motivations. And these traits or preferences altogether make up personality. Personality testing tools or psychometric evaluation tools help organizations to understand things like which people are best suited to particular roles or particular teams. But they also help the people within those teams by using these tools to understand how to better manage themselves and work better with people around them. And I ran a team building workshop with a French company in Ireland two years ago, and the outcome was remarkable. In fact, people very quickly began to understand why their colleagues thought and behaved in a particular way, why they answered email in a particular way, why they perhaps uh, rearranged or arranged their desks and their work environment in a particular way, why sometimes people were quiet and withdrawn, or so they seemed. Other people were very talkative. 
the difference between introversion, extroversion, all that kind of thing, that's really, really fascinating. And it's, it's interesting how many people don't actually understand the impact that those differences have on themselves and, of course, their relationships with other people. No one is perfect, and not everyone is the same. Some people are focused on detail. Others seem to miss detail. Some people prefer working in groups. Others prefer working on their own. Some people are natural people people, whereas others tend to work better as lone wolves. So often people are drawn to particular careers because of their preferences and their traits. And in the case of the French company, the manager told me two months later that her team were easier to manage and were easier to motivate because they could motivate themselves, understand themselves. So the manager had to be less of a boss and was able to coach and lead more. And as you can imagine, there is demand for trainers and consultants who can help organizations to achieve results like these with their people when there are such glaring differences between people. And of course, from your perspective and my perspective, this is great fun too. It's really, really powerful. It's so fascinating and so um, inspirational when I think you can look at a room of people and see the light bulbs going on and realize, oh my goodness, the cobwebs are falling away. People are beginning to look at themselves and others around them differently with transparency and with understanding. So if we go back in time, where is all of this analysis and this uh, domain, where does that come from? Very briefly, the psychologist Carl Jung developed the theory of psychological types way back when, back in the 19th century, if I'm correct. I could be wrong on that, but someone I'm sure will correct me on that. And his work was continued or further developed by two people, Catherine Briggs in her work, called Gifts Differing Understanding Personality Types, which I think came out in the 1920s. And then she and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers, co-developed this system, what we call nowadays the famous MBTI or Myers-Briggs Type Indicator tool, which is used by many organizations. If we fast forward to today, there are lots of tools which you and I as trainers and coaches can qualify in, including, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, things like Discovery Insights. Uh, Fire OB is something else I came across before. Uh, DISC, Hogan Talent Development Assessments, Belvin Team Roles. There's a huge list. In fact, I think I saw a list of about 30 uh, sometime in 2019. But many of these tools require that you're qualified to use them. And that, of course, requires a substantial investment on your part. Why do I say that? Well, back in episode 17, I had an hour-long coaching call with the listener, Mark Houlihan, who it's something you might actually want to listen to, again, if you've not heard it before for the first time. And Mark was considering investing in a qualification to help him and his clients. And that episode was over an hour long, and you can hear that episode, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so on. That's episode 17 from 2019. But briefly, Mark was considering investing several thousand pounds sterling in acquiring the certification of one of these, and I kind of helped him through coaching to figure out what his best options were and how to think of things like evaluating the return on investment, because investing in some of these qualifications can be very, very expensive. They can be a payoff, of course, but often, you know, it pays to dip your toes 
in the water with something which is not costly or free first to see if you like that. And of course, it's important, and you can listen to me say this in that episode, to understand the business case for these qualifications before you make up your mind and say, oh, that one's for me, that's the one I like. It isn't so much about you, which part of the story, of course, is whether it's something you can work with, but is it in demand and will you actually generate return on investment from investing in that qualification. So I'm kind of going off the the topic here, but that's worth listening to to put today's conversation in context. What are psychological types? Because we've mentioned that in terms of Jung's work, Carl Jung, the eminent Austrian psychologist, often called the father of modern psychology. And of course, then Catherine Briggs and Isabel Briggs-Myers and their work on the MBTI tool. Well, To branch into more recent times, this is again my version of things, I'm not saying I'm the expert, I'm not by any means an expert in this area, which is why I've had psychologists on the show, but Isabel and Catherine, as as far as I know, developed the MBTI tool, which looks at individuals' personality through 16 different types. Now, maybe you've taken this assessment before, or maybe you've heard of someone who has taken this assessment or something like this before, and they talk about something called their personality type indicator. And sometimes that might ring a bell with you. It's something like ESTP or ISFJ. What does that mean? I won't spend too much time on that today, but these are type indicators, one of the 16 types. So to break it down very briefly, ESTP indicates that someone is an extrovert E, a sensor S, a thinker T, and a perceiver P. Now, if you take this assessment and your type is ISFJ, that would mean I is an introvert, S is a sensor, F is a feeler, and J is a judger. INTJ indicates someone who is an introvert, I, intuitive, N, T, a thinker, and J, a judger. So I'll not go into all of that today. As I said, plenty of resources on that which can explain all of these concepts far better than I can, but there are great resources I can point you towards if you're interested in understanding the theory behind this more. And I think it's very important that at least you have a passing interest, ideally a professional interest and an intense curiosity about these tools before you select one and before you use one. And of course, you must understand that theory intricately because you will get questions. Which tool is right for us? This is a client speaking to you, perhaps. Which tool of these tools is right for us? Which would you advise, the one you're qualified in or the one that's best for them? And that's often a tricky thing because it's tempting to say, well, actually, the one I'm qualified in is this. This is the one I'm going to recommend. But if we keep our client's best interests Something like MBTI may not be appropriate. Something like Discovery Insights may not be appropriate or Fire OB. It's really important to understand the need before we come up with a solution. And of course, some of these require you to have expensive investment in them because you'll need to invest time and of course money to pass the assessment, to undertake the course, and of course cover the costs of traveling etc., etc., if there's some kind of off-site course, and often there is, to become accredited. So where is this useful? So that's a great question. Where are these kinds of workshops, these kinds of courses, these kinds of qualifications useful for your training business, your coaching business, your consultancy business? Well, 
I've worked with clients in a range of industries, in retail, professional services, finance, hospitality, using some of these tools. So you could use these tools in executive coaching. You could use these tools in leadership programs and in team building, which is sometimes very rewarding doing that way. When you see people's light bulbs going on over their head as they realize they're making breakthroughs in relationships with people in the room. You could use these tools in sales training to help organizations understand buyer profiles, their audience, their customers, prospects. And you could use these tools in assertiveness workshops, helping people to navigate the complexities of working with varying levels of confidence in a team and organization. What are the advantages of this tool or these tools, the advantages of psychometric evaluation? Another great question. And I've come up with at least five advantages to psychometric evaluation tools or personality testing tools, as they're sometimes called. But be careful with that because these are strictly not tests. They are assessments. And often they are a gauge, underlying gauge, of some very hard to tie down traits and preferences. So it's really important to understand that these are tools, just like a tool in a toolbox. They have to be understood by the person wielding them and be able to be implemented by the person commissioning them. So think of this as something to really dig into before we you know, attempt to use these in someone's professional environment. But the five advantages I've come up with are the following. If used properly, the right tool used properly in the right place. One, people will begin to grasp the complexities of personality in a work context. Two, people will become self-aware and aware of potential blind spots. And we all have blind spots, some of us bigger than others, thinking of myself. Number three, people will be able to understand others they work with and better empathize with them. Number four, people will be able to build better relationships with people in their team, people they manage, and people to whom they report. And number five, people will be able to maximize their strengths and refocus their weaknesses. And thinking of that and my personal practice, a client of mine in 2018, a guy called Greg, I won't say where, uh, from Australia, but his company and obviously location I won't mention, but he was someone I coached over eight sessions. An extremely intelligent guy, very experienced. In fact, he was rubbing people up the wrong way, or so I was told by someone in the organization. And he was, although he was a senior person in that organization, he was in danger of being asked to leave. And initially, surprise, surprise, he resisted coaching. But when I explained to him the intricacies of something as simple as the 16 personality or 16personalities.com, Neris Type Explorer Types, um, he found that fascinating because he has a very intriguing and logical mind. And of course, he was able to better manage people around him once he understood the kind of rules or internal guidelines that those people were using in their minds. And he said this was a great success. Now, his responses were not the responses I was used to. He kind of looked at this with a mechanical perspective, but that's not the point. The point is that he was willing to try and he found value in these tools. And that's exactly what we need to look for. Is someone actually deriving benefit from this personally and collectively in the team and the business? You you will, of course, as I did and will in the future, no doubt, meet plenty of resistance among your clients 
or people within those businesses who believe this is quack psychology, it's unproven, it's untested, it's some kind of horoscope on steroids, as someone said to me one time. You know, it's not really worth the money. It's written, or the check, it's, it's that it costs. I don't agree with that, because if I did, I wouldn't be seeing the kinds of results that some people tell me they get. And that's the key thing. It's about the user's perspective and the value they get from that. So I will, of course, leave that investigation to you. You will, of course, want to look into this. Which of these tools makes sense to you? Which of those tools would be the kinds of tools which will satisfy the business requirements of your clients? And it's really up to you to understand if and which of these you want to qualify in because it's a major investment. It has to be backed by a business requirement so you can generate return on investment. So it's your choice. However, as I pointed out at the beginning of today's show, you could also dip your toes in the water by running a very successful leadership or people management workshop with some free tools out there. And one I highly recommend is www.16personalities.com, perhaps one of the most popular psychometric profiling or uh, personality assessment tools in the world. That's 16personalities.com. It's available in multiple languages, which is really cool because these days, frequently I will find someone in the classroom or in the audience who whose language is perhaps not English. They could be Polish or Spanish or Arabic. And two years ago, it was last year, actually, I was running a workshop in Kuwait and I was able to say, guys, take this tool. It's an Arabic as well. And of course, that is very helpful when your audience can not just listen to your explanation, but perhaps um, understand it better in their own language. And this is one of the tools which is free. It takes 12 minutes to use. It's available, as I said, in 37 languages. And it's been taken at the time of recording, looking at my screen here, 258,034,624 times. And you can read people's assessments of this. I'm not selling this to you. I'm not making commission from this. It is a free tool. And it's got lots of resources on there explaining things like where in the world people are more introverted or extroverted. So again, if this kind of thing is interesting to you, there is plenty of reading on the science behind this. Some psychometric tools can be quite scientific in nature, hard to fathom, hard to understand. But I think 16personalities.com tries really hard to make it very accessible and useful. And you can take the assessment, as I said, 12 minutes, take it on your phone, on your desktop, laptop, you will have a an instant feedback report. And if you want, you can pay for more substantial reports. That's where it costs money. So in personalities or 16personalities.com, it's leveraging a lot of the science behind MBTI and, and Jung's work and developing it further with their tool called the Neris Type Explorer. I'll not go into that. That's something you could look up in your own time. So what about running a very simple personality profiling workshop, either on its own or in tandem with something else, like I mentioned, resilience, training, uh, team building, etc.? Well, you don't need any training or certification to run a workshop from a site called typefinder.com. This is a great site which provides a number of free resources 
to trainers and coaches. And I'm happy to share that with you. It's called typefinder.com, T-Y-P-E, finder.com. You don't need, as I said, any training or certification to run this workshop according to Typefinder's website. And what they offer is, or to trainers and coaches and consultants, a couple of things. One, a free slideshow with 24 slides, which you can download for free. Now, obviously it's branded. It's got their branding and logo on there, but it's free. And they also offer a 41-page workshop presentation guide completely for free to help you to run your personality profiling workshop. And looking at the website, there are also free PDFs for each of the 16 personalities, which you can download. Pretty cool. And if you want, you can buy assessment licenses from your from that website for your clients. And depending on how many, uh, buy how many licenses you're buying, the price can come down quite substantially. Again, I'm not selling this to you. I have no financial interest in doing so, but I checked the website today at the time of recording on the 28th of April, and the cost for a workshop of 10 assessments for 10 people is $150 US. And I have trainers, I know trainers who charge over $2,000 for a workshop like this. So it's quite you know, a cost saving rather than paying some for some tool, unless you're fully sure it's the right tool for you to qualify in. So here's the big question. How do you sell this? Great question. How do you sell a program or a tool like this as part of one of your programs? Now, as I mentioned, there are clear benefits in using tools like this in areas such as leadership, sales, uh, resilience, training, team building. It's quite a long list, but I would never sell this as psychometric evaluation training because nine times out of 10 people you talk to, people who maybe commission team building workshops, will not understand what that term means. Psychometric evaluation, what is that? So what you could do instead is highlight the cost of bad working relationships in organizations. You could point out the cost of high turnover, particularly at management level, and organizations lose a fortune on personnel in whom they've invested and can't keep because those people cannot foster productive relationships where it counts. And this costs organizations a lot of money. The organizations out there, I can think of plenty of them, I'll not name them, I'm sure you can too, they desperately want to protect their people investment, as I call it. And when someone like you can help them to retain key staff and to improve relationships which lead to business goals and higher profitability, well, it's very hard to say no to that. So if you go in and pitch psychometric evaluation, people will go, what? Whereas if you go in understanding and articulating the problems that organizations frequently have, and it's quite generic across industry verticals, if we can help them to retain people, to build people, which leads to you know, companies' mission goals and business outcomes, it's hard to say no to that. So that's a rough outline of how I would pitch this. So what I would do is I would write down right now a list of the most common people-related problems that your clients have and think about how your workshop or your workshops could help people like managers, HR, senior directors, or new hires and other parts of the organization to improve their working relationships in the organization. The most important part in marketing this, of course, is not the science of the theory, but understanding how 
It can help your clients with a key strategic problem and develop your videos and blog posts, etc., etc., your marketing collateral to prove that you can help solve those problems. Before I go, a couple of resources I mentioned today, episode 17, episode 7, episode 77, episode 27 of the Training Business Podcast, and of course, 16personalities.com, MBTI, Firo B, that's F-I-R-O hyphen B, Discovery Insights, Hogan, Belbin, Colby, there are a list of those tools online, and of course, typefinder.com, which provides those great free resources for you if you want to dip your toes in this area. My sincere thanks to you again for tuning in this week. Thanks for all your support, for your continued suggestions. And I'd love you to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. I know I go on about this, but it really helps the podcast to be found. It'll take a couple of minutes or less. You can use this on your phone, the podcast app on your phone, to leave a quick rating because this helps us to promote the show. And of course, it motivates me to produce the show and to attract the kinds of guests. And I've got some interesting ones coming up soon to have on the show. You can check out the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that might be. Apple Podcasts, Acast, um, Podtail, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. There are episodes of the show out there. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook and Instagram. So feel free to check us out and to join the conversation. My best wishes, of course, in this current global pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic right now. I'm hoping we'll find a solution to this very soon for all our sakes. But until next Thursday, please keep selling, keep training, keep listening, but above all, keep safe. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Go to trainingbusiness.com and subscribe right now to be notified of great competitions, upcoming VIP episodes, and amazing special offers to help you succeed in your training business. See you next time.